Hey guys, it's uh, Dave Barnett from davidcbarnett.com, the blog site, YouTube channel, iTunes, SoundCloud, Google Play podcast, where I talk about buying, selling, financing, and managing small and medium-sized businesses. Today, we're going to be talking about small business transitions, and we're going to be talking about insiders buying businesses, and we're going to be talking about buying businesses with no money. So it should be exciting for a certain contingent for you guys out there. Uh, first of all, if you haven't, head on over to my blog site at davidcbarnett.com. And uh, down here on the left, you can fill in the form to subscribe to my email list. I send out emails every day, but only to the people who are interested in the particular topic that the email covers. So if you sign up, you will get to know before anyone else when new videos come out, first of all, and when new products come out and when I'm doing specials or making appearances or doing events, all that kind of stuff, you'll find out through the email list. And um, of note, it's April 2019, we're headed into week number 10 of the financial forecasting and business plan writing program, and it's going to be over soon. And I can tell you that when it's done, the price is going to be a lot higher than it is now. So if you think that it's something you are going to want to do, you may want to sign up and reserve your spot. Um, once week number 10 is done, I'm going to redo the workbook and the introduction videos, and then it's, it's good to go. Uh, feedback from people that are in the program say that they're learning a ton and um, and they're really happy they signed up. So uh, if you ever think that you're ever going to want to buy or write a business plan to either buy a business, expand a business, or even start a business, um, that's a program that you should be in. All right, let's get over to this article. This is an article put out by the Globe and Mail, which is the national newspaper in Canada. And it's a general article about small business owners selling their businesses. And, but within the article, I found some interesting information about a no money deal, which I knew that you guys would want to talk about. So, you know, the headline is a flood of small business owners are ready to sell. Most are not prepared. So, and then there's a picture here of this fellow, Josh Lasco, who bought a trucking company. And he's, this is the deal we're going to be talking about further down the article. Um, but it talks about some of the statistics. So it's saying that the Canadian Federation of Independent Business and the Business Development Bank of Canada uh, do these surveys regularly. And what they found is that between 2012 and 2018, the number of business owners who claim they are simply going to close their business one day instead of trying to sell it has tripled from 5% to 15%. And they have all kinds of theories as to why. Um, I think it's because the businesses just don't perform really well. <laughs> the owners know that and they know it's really unlikely that anyone's going to want to buy it. So they're going to shut it down. But uh, it also talks about how people fail to plan for the sale of their business, which I agree with fully. And uh, they talk about some of the problems that people have, such as not, you know, having good financial performance and stuff, which of course makes the business less desirable. Right. Anyway, <clears throat> there's a discussion here about, a deal involving a Toronto company called Microdia, which was bought by Fulcrum Media, which is an American firm. And it talked about, the article here talks about the fit between the buyer and the seller and why Microdia had to find absolutely the correct buyer who was a company that was already in their market with the same kind of customers, same kind of products. So it's a description of a strategic acquisition. Um, and it talks about why uh, the seller was looking for that because they wanted to um, make sure that their employees, you know, were going to be able to carry on with the company and stuff like that. So, so that's interesting. I'm going to link to the article in the show notes so you can come and read the whole thing if you wish. Um, but the part that I want to get to is uh, down here. And um, 
you know, so, so the, the fulcrum story ends with the fulcrum owners went out of their way to ensure they had found the right buyer, but more sellers have begun looking inside their own companies for the right successor. Okay. And then this is the case with, um, Josh. So Rebel Heart Trucking is an Edmonton, Alberta based company, and it was owned by a guy named Norm Kellert. And this was back in 2013. And, and so you'll notice this article is from last month, but the examples are from several years ago. So, so we know that these deals have gone through and they've been successful and, and people are talking about them now, now that several years have gone by since the actual transaction occurred, because of course, when a transaction happens, everyone's worried about confidentiality and stuff, right? So, so this is Josh and it says the previous year. So in 2013, that means in 2012, uh, this guy, Josh was hired by the trucking company as a part-time worker. and the seller, Mr. Kellert, was impressed with his reliability, knowledge, and overall competence. And then it says, Mr. Lasco built relationships with staff, clients, he gained experience, and he started to allow the seller to step back a little bit. So, so what does this mean? It means that this Josh fella came into the company, was highly competent, demonstrated his skills, demonstrated his ability, and, this, and started to take on a certain management role within the business, and he impressed the seller. So the seller knew that he was a capable guy, okay? And here was the problem, though, is that Josh Lasko didn't have any money. It says right here that he had little wealth of his own. How is he going to pay for the business? And then they talk about how their accountants came up with the strategy of doing a leveraged buyout, which simply means they looked at the value of the equipment within the business, and they said, how much debt can this support? And so they went and they borrowed money at the bank. And then the seller did a vendor take back agreement for the balance. And it says here, um, the pair agreed to a vendor take back agreement in which Mr. Keller would get the business back in case of default. So I've, I've done videos on this channel before where I've said, you know, what should the collateral be for a vendor financing note? People ask me this all the time. The collateral is the business. If the seller says the business is a good one and it's worth a lot of money, then why can't the business be the collateral for the loan, right? The sellers go looking for other collateral when they don't have faith in the buyer or the business, which this article addresses, right? He said, it involves a lot of risk on my part, said Mr. Keller. He's the seller. And I had to believe in my company and that Josh was the right guy. Okay. So what does this tell us about these two men, right? It says that they established a relationship of trust it says that it took them a while to figure out the actual price and, and the selling terms. And so they negotiated back and forth. But at the end of the day, Mr. Kellert knew probably that it was going to be difficult to find a buyer. Maybe he understood that it could take some time. And so he wanted to develop his own buyer on his own terms. He saw an opportunity with Josh to do that. And he sold him the business. He got the money from the bank, the bank money. Um, which was secured against the, the equipment of the business and he financed the balance. So my question to you is, do you think Mr. Keller would have done this for a stranger? So if he had said, I want to sell my business and he listed it with a broker and some person came along and made him a no money down offer or, or simply to give him the cash from financing the equipment, do you think the seller would have agreed to that? Right? Probably not because he wouldn't have had that relationship, that trust with a stranger who was a buyer. Now, 
maybe he would have agreed to that if the buyer was another trucking firm, someone with an established track record of experience and success in the industry, because that would have spoken to his concern about the risk in doing the vendor take back, right? Because if he could see that the person was successful in another trucking business, then he could probably rationalize that it was going to be okay. But for a stranger who has no experience in trucking, who the seller doesn't know, it's highly unlikely that he would have accepted this kind of deal. And, and the reason why I want to bring this home is because buying and selling businesses is about relationships. It's about developing the trust between the buyer and the seller so that the seller can agree that they believe the buyer is going to be able to be successful in the business because with seller financing, that is the only way that the seller is going to get all their money is if the buyer is successful. And if there is no seller financing, then the risk to the buyer becomes enormous because nobody knows the business like the seller. Okay. So at the bottom here, it talks about a home buyer is emotional. A business buyer is not. They're rigorous, diligent, and prepared. But you know what? The sellers sometimes are emotional. Um, I've seen that over and over again. And in both of these instances, we've seen sellers in this article talking about the continuity of their business. They wanted to make sure that their business was going to carry on. Right. And, um, you know, at the end of here, it says selling your company is probably the biggest deal you'll ever make. It's amazing that the opportunity to do it right is so often underappreciated until it's too late. And I've certainly seen that a lot of times. So if you own a business and you want to learn about how to get out of your business, then you should head over to my exit planning workshop, which is available at www.howtogetoutofmybusiness.com. And if you're interested in learning how to buy a business, then you should head over to businessbuyeradvantage.com and learn about how um, my training and my group coaching programs can help you buy a business. And with that, we'll talk to you later. Have a great day.